It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. We roll through the latest news on the Bulls from the viewpoint of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. We hope you're ready because it's time to go Bulls speed ahead. All right, well, welcome everyone. This is Michael Kelly and taking you another episode of Bulls speed ahead and uh, you know, we've had so much talk and so much focus, and there's always so much interest in, in building. And uh, as we've stressed in recent episodes, uh, there's going to be a whole lot of building going on USF Athletics in the next couple of years, everything from a stadium at the end of it to the, in, the indoor performance facility we're building right now. But there's a whole lot of other projects that we've got our eye on as well that uh, want to keep, uh, keep in front and center of everyone's mind. And the right person to do that with is our deputy athletic director in charge of all capital facilities, and that's Barry Clements. Barry, you've been with us through uh, 38 years. You've seen uh, almost every facility that's uh, been built. But uh, as you know, a big focus for your job now is to uh, build for the future. And uh, just kind of maybe tell us a little bit about, uh, before we get into the discussion about the IPF first, you know, how does that excite you? What is that, uh, uh, you know, just, just kind of what, what, what the next couple of years has in store for you and how that, how that appeals to you? Well, this is uh, just wonderful for me because I um – Throughout my career, being involved in pretty much everything that's happening in the department, I, the facility area is just something that I had kind of usually overseen most of my years here, folks that did it, uh, but wasn't really directly involved. So even when we built the Leroy Selman Center, I was involved in certain aspects and areas that I dealt with, like strength and conditioning and sports medicine. But but now, going full circle, I, I feel like I, uh, I'm hoping I'm at the end of my third quarter, but close to the fourth quarter of my career and having the opportunity, knowing it's a real priority for us to get back to uh, to building some things that we desperately need for our student-athlete ex- experience and for our fans and whatnot. I uh, Having the opportunity to jump in and jump on a learning curve to deal with, uh, with major projects and building uh, has just been a blast. And I'm just, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to do it. And then what I didn't expect was we were able to do one during COVID with the ESPN Center. We were able to get that built during that time, which was impactful because when everybody came back or didn't come back, we were able to still stream most of our games. And so getting that accomplished during that time allowed us to continue to work. And then now just the, the stu- everything that we're going to do besides the IPF and what our future looks like is just super exciting. I'm glad you mentioned the, uh, obviously the control room and the command center we have for broadcasting which has been vital I, I, I speak about it often because you're, you're very right we take it for granted a little bit now here a year or so into it but wow perfectly timed had to execute it during the pandemic and it allowed us to bring every contest to uh, or, or, well, just about every contest on an ESPN platform to Bulls Nation pretty much across the world so that was huge and, and, and perfectly timed so people needed to know about that but um, then this past year we built at rapid speed the uh, uh, the total renovation to the locker room and, and some of the other a- aspects of the Leroy Selman Center. Uh, maybe just give a little insight as to, you know, to some, when we made that announcement in February that we were going full speed ahead on this, that we had to get it done in time for the guys to come back to camp. I gave you the deadline. <laughs> you ex- you took it, but maybe just tell us uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it that does that is a lot to do in five months or so. So how did you get it done? Who, What kind of people and departments were involved even making it happen and outsiders that helped us make it happen? Well, that was, yeah, it was a huge undertaking and, and a great opportunity, but with a really short timeline and a really difficult time when you look at 
just labor, trying to get labor for different type things in place and supplies and those kinds of things as well. But I think once we decided that uh, we always knew that we were going to have to do a lot to this building at one time or another as folks go to other facilities or whatever may happen. But for this, we needed to enhance um, specifically some, some things in football. So we, uh, we started way back with a design company and got an idea of what we wanted to do and an estimate of what we wanted to do. But it really involved, like it does for everything, the facilities planning folks on campus who were just outstanding and wonderful. And by working through them and working with a construction company, creative contractors, um, they, who, who just, they were a listed company with us. So we were, they were already processed, so we were able to jump on it quick. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been done in time. But with the deadline of having the locker room ready to go um, when the players arrived, I knew it would come down to the last hour. And of course, those last couple days, nobody else would have known, but we were doing things uh, that just, you know, had to get done so they could come in and, and be ready to go. And there might have been a little couple things after that that nobody would have ever, ever noticed. But it was it was wonderful. And um, the from the to the builders, to the facilities planning folks, to everybody coming together and just really working seven days a week uh, all the way through giving up their summer uh, to make that happen. And at the same time, we were able to enhance um, a much-needed uh, meeting room upstairs in the football area as well as uh, office space and, and carpet in the area, just, you know, just old carpet that was in there replacing it, replacing furniture, um, you know, and getting that meeting room with graphics and seating and all the appropriate things ready for the team, again, the first day that they came here to uh, to start the fall season. So... It was it was quite the undertaking, and we were I think we were shuffling the most with the bathroom part because of uh, trying to get tile and, and things that just you know weren't weren't available, and trying to make selections on things that would still work, and just just and trying to make it just a really a first class facility, which it is. I think it's one of the finest locker rooms in the country. Uh, it looks fantastic, and kudos to everybody you mentioned that helped make it happen and and beyond. But that was phase one. Phase two is now in earnest happening. Obviously, we announced back in last February that we would do that, and then we would build the indoor performance facility, which is going to be an amazing $22 million facility. It's going to obviously help all of our sports. Uh, it's going at rapid pace. We, we show videos, photos of it all the time. We've kind of taken a time-lapse camera of it to be able to show it at the end of the day. We've got a lot of interest from fans. Um, so they love every picture that happens out there. But tell us, it looks like we're near the end of moving dirt around, getting things level. Uh, and that's kind of been the first uh, month here of, of, of actual construction going on s since then. But what are we looking forward to seeing next, and, and how does it kind of move us all the way through the through the summer? Well, I think, you know, first of all, I don't I don't think people always realize what's involved and how long it takes to go through all the processes and the planning and all that. And same thing here, a good architectural company, and then our builder, R.R. Simmons, that's involved with it, have just been wonderful in facilities planning again throughout this whole process. And it's been you know, a lot of planning, a lot of design work. Um, and at the same time, when we knew we wanted to be ready to go um, for next fall and putting everything into place, um, we also didn't want to be silly and, and not allow our team to use it uh, this fall. And so we really went up to the last week of the season. And then we jumped out there and they started right away and they've been nonstop. And um, everything's been cooperating weather-wise and whatnot. And we're right on schedule. And so we've just been really moving a lot of dirt in and creating the foundation and dealing with utilities and um, all the type of things that you have to for permitting and all those type of things as well. But 
now we're actually establishing establishing the foundation with um, by by taking out some dirt and putting metal in and concrete in, which will be really for the next month or so. Um, and then I think in in February you'll start to see a, a vertical building start to go up and uh, the structure start to go up and it'll go up. It'll take at least through May to get that whole skeleton up and it'll be huge. It, it'll probably be um, you know 70 feet high. Uh, I know on the inside it ends up being 65, but it'll be 70 feet on the outside with uh, 45 on the side. So it's going to be this massive skeleton and then and then. After that, then in, in May and for a couple months, you know, or from then on, it'll be panels every day and roofing um, that kind of go hand in hand with each other. So then you're really going to see a lot of, a lot of stuff get done. Obviously, we've, we've through our design aspect of this, we've surveyed a lot of places that we wanted to have, and we're very, we, we're very confident this is going to be, as you said, a state of the art indoor indoor center. Uh, obviously, inside of that, we've got uh, a full length football field. Uh, even some edges uh, beyond that to give us full access of training we need we need to. Uh, obviously, new turf, obviously, which will be state-of-the-art and first-class uh, in terms of the best-in-class in, in that regard. Um, as you've looked at this overall building, what what stands out to you is like your favorite feature of it as we get ready to make it reality? Well, you know, the biggest thing is is just, you know, how badly needed it was and how it will support and help all of our athletic teams and um, just – just really excited to have something that we can go into when it's when it's bad weather or just utilizes I know as much as coach will so that's been real important but it's 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 exciting because I think it's going to be a really good look that fits in with the um, rest of the university as we start to to build more and more and the athletic district it kind of fit will be a really good fit and it'll be something that really stands out that we can be really really proud of but the a lot of places across the country that do uh, that have indoors or are building indoors aren't don't have a full football field. So having a full field is probably the key and the most important thing. And I think it'd be a kind of pop and the wow factor with graphics and things that are inside. But it will also have a viewing deck, a nice lobby that we can do. Um, have a lot of different type media things occur there, and coach can entertain recruits and those type of things as well. And I think it'd be really, really special. And then we actually have created video space for our video guys to be able to work out of for that facility and the two practice fields that are next to it. Strength and conditioning will have an area and we'll have another little bit more storage space as well. So those things are what encompass that will be in the building. And then uh, I think it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's all just exciting to, to be getting closer to having that. I love all those features as well. I kind of also just like the way the roof kind of comes together and kind of the uh, almost translucent panel on one of the rows before the roof that kind of allows uh, more natural light into it to allow yeah. our Florida sunshine to make uh, make uh, make its way into uh, our building. Uh, you know, what I also don't think people fully and ultimately realize is that, uh, yes, while we certainly know football, we use it just about every day. When I looked out at the old uh, turf field that used to be there when I looked out my window and now see the uh, evolving construction zone there was very rarely a time I'd look out there and there wasn't other teams <laughs> right training on there which is great which is why again I'm so excited about what this will mean for not just football but our overall athletic department well, our strength and conditioning coaches naturally take individuals and teams out there but also our athletic trainers use it a lot for rehabilitation so again now even if it's uh if they're weather issues they can still get in there and accomplish what they need to accomplish. So it's exciting.
And then when we're not getting ourselves better in terms of the uh, building ourselves for strength and performance, uh, I think obviously it's because of the design features and the niceness of it that uh, we also envision being able to host uh, events in there and, and things of that nature as well. Absolutely. I think it gives an opportunity, a unique opportunity for the community to have uh, that special of a building that you can have events for in there and then of course the university itself and then a lot of things for uh, for athletics that we do. So before we leave kind of some of the discussion about the IPF can you know I know it comes in evolution in terms of the structure you've already talked about in the timeline as we'll see things go out there. How, how many people are kind of out there any any given day? I mean how many are just on on, on the field and, and I know that'll change as time goes on but like right now we know there's key people that are involved with you every single day. Yeah, there's there's folks from R.R. Simmons that have a trailer out there that are there every day providing oversight to the project, and then people come and go from Simmons, and HOK's in town every once in a while, but there are a lot of guys um, out there on site that are working, and so, you know, it's, there's usually 10 to 15 people out there right now with some of the things that we're doing, and then there will be, to your point, a lot more coming in at different times that have different specialties and different subcontractors that we deal with. Well, everybody knows about the IPF. They're excited about it. We wanted to give them an update on that and a little bit behind the scenes of some of the things going on and that it takes to do that. When we come back from the break, we're going to uh, talk about some of the other exciting projects that we're talking about that don't even have anything to do with the, uh, the ultimate prize, which will ultimately be the on-campus stadium. So we'll be back in a moment with Bull Speed Ahead. In collaboration with USF Health, Tampa General Medical Group, and private practice physicians, Tampa General Hospital was just named one of the nation's best hospitals by U.S. News and World Report and the highest ranked in Florida in five specialties. Ear, nose, and throat, diabetes and endocrinology, gastroenterology and GI surgery, orthopedics and rehabilitation. Tampa General Hospital, other hospitals practice medicine. We define it. We're back to Bull Speed Ahead with Michael Kelly. And our guest today is Deputy Athletic Director for Capital Projects, Mr. Barry Clements, who we just spent the first segment talking about uh, all things indoor performance facility and uh, some of the other things we did in the Leroy Selman Athletic Center over the course of 2021 and now in the early 2022. But in addition, we've had some recent uh, announcements that we've made about uh, some other exciting projects and some that are have already been kind of designed to some extent, Barry, that maybe people don't know about. But let's start first with what we know we're going to be doing this year to some extent in terms of what's happening at, at baseball and softball. Yeah, I think we've got uh, quite a few things that we're planning and quite a few things that are getting ready to or have started in baseball and softball after identifying a, a gift for uh, enclosing our batting cage areas out there for both sports. Uh, it's something that right now we are just uh, have been determining the exact scope of what we want to do and making some decisions on that so that we can move forward. We have an architectural firm and uh, contractor um, ready to go with all that, with that project. So, and facilities planning, once again, really, really involved. But pretty soon, um, which still means this month, we'll start the design of that. And I think when we get to probably 60% of the design, we can send some stuff out to subs for what we want to do to get some pricing, to get an idea where we're at, and then we can zero in on exactly what we're going to do. But when it's all said and done, having that closed in, uh, possibly with garage doors, more glass, but redo the mounds in there, put some turf in there, redo all the drainage in that area. Um, it's it's really, really going to be a functional, nice facilities um, for both sports. Um, and so um, we're excited about it, and we'd have it all teed up, hopefully, as soon as 
the season's in, whenever the last game is for whichever one, softball or baseball, then we would jump in and start the project and hope to complete it over the summer. That'll be exciting. And as people want want you to know that once we finish that kind of that phase one, our vision for baseball, softball is is the next phase where we would actually almost build, basically build clubhouses for both teams and offices and uh, make it kind of a fully uh, self-contained facility there for for baseball, softball, which while we have to kind of still refine it and make it where we want to be, it's, we've always known when you were involved and here when we built the stadium in, in and of itself that we wanted to leave enough room to kind of make that a possibility long term. Right, exactly. I think when that was built, uh, almost immediately it was a conceptual was done to uh, try to get an idea of what it would look like, what should be in it, and what it would cost at that time for doing a uh, a clubhouse. So I think, yeah, this leads into that, and that would also include, you know, your locker rooms, but coaches' offices and an area for sports medicine and possibly strength and conditioning. So um, that would be huge, and that would free up a lot of space in this building here. Also happening right now, or, or at least getting getting started recently, is is a major renovation and, and, and improvement to our, our track. Uh, that's something that's uh, been uh, you know it's on like a very aggressive uh, schedule, obviously, with us working around practice and everything we can do. But tell us what uh, we can look forward to in the next couple months uh, in our track stadium. Yeah, so it's it's exciting. We um, we've always pretty much have had a great opportunity to have a track stadium that was put in place many, many years ago with the help of Special Olympics, and it's been wonderful for our program. At one time, it served both our soccer programs and track, but now it's exclusively for track, and we even hosted the NCAA regionals there, and we had the Mondo surface track, and we had a you know nice scoreboard for, at the time, what, what was um, you know right for that type of, type of meet. Well, now, with time's changing, and as time goes by, and you need to always uh, upgrade your facilities one of the biggest things was was the track itself so we're in the process and we've been working on it for a while and now we're at the point where we're going to start this month at resurfacing the entire track and then the uh, the zones the high jump zone and all the runways uh, for our jumps events so um, it's exciting we got a great company that's going to do that and and put that down and it's it's also going to be um, different because most tracks that are, are that are red in color and most people tend to go with that we're going to have opportunity to have our own green and gold track so um, we're uh, we're excited to see how that's going to all look and again have one of those wow factors when we're when we're finished and so we're hoping that with a real aggressive schedule we can uh, knock that out in a couple months that'll be a nice touch uh, great for coach Jenkins and his whole uh team for men's and women's track and cross country that'll be a, a great great feature uh we're working on some things uh, obviously we've uh, we started to play some volleyball games we played a big one big volleyball game in the yingling center last year we might look to do some more of that in the future but simultaneous to that we're also constantly this this summer we'll be looking to make some improvements uh in the uh, corral obviously yep. to make uh, uh we did some branding in, in there but uh, some of the main things include uh uh, again, graphics and new floor and, and potentially bleachers and a lot of new new things we got going on in the corral as well. Yeah, so volleyball enhancements are uh, in the process. And, again, we have done a lot of things over there already. But that the corral is just a great opportunity for a super home court advantage. So uh, when it makes sense to play there, you should play there. But regardless, it's a great practice facility as well. So one of the things that, that, that people are really going to, partially for the student welfare experience and 
eliminating uh, injuries and those type of things, but also just a, a better playing service is the Teleflex court. So we're in the process of designing our own court that we would have, and we'd have a center court, and we would have courts off of that that you could practice with that you would take up for matches and looking at, you know, what the what that what makes sense bleacher wise with that and what we need to do and then also, you know, from uh streaming, camera platforms, those type of things, scores, tables, graphics that were mentioned, video boards, um, all those things, you know, including even some more locker room enhancements for that that particular sport. So um a lot going on there this spring that will also go into the summer so that we're ready to go next fall. Well, that's great. I mean, obviously, I'm very excited about the floor, uh, the new surface that will go in. And, again, a safer surface, a better-looking surface, right. and, again, a great enhancement for our volleyball program. And, then again, making enhancements down in the locker room, nutrition area, things that they, they need to, to kind of continue to have a great student-athlete experience for, for our volleyball program, which is uh, – which is which is awesome, um, you know. One thing that's that's not under construction yet, but we've uh, maybe not talked about enough, uh, Barry. But we've we've got a, a lot of plans in store for uh, improvements with tennis as well. Um, yeah. That could be kind of phased in different different realms. But uh, maybe talk about uh, just give a little insight as to what we do know we we have designed out and, and what uh, could come in the future. Right. I think we've put a, a lot of time and effort into tennis to go beyond just sketching out what we think we want into a full beautiful conceptual design of uh, courts being moved around where they're currently located but where you can allow lighting to take uh, place and then also uh, a tennis complex itself so we've um, we've worked with those sports to really put that in place they've helped us out tremendously so that we can you know take it to the streets and try to sell the idea uh, but I think again in, in, yeah, in phases I think we're doing a lot out there right now to just enhance for a student-athlete experience what we can, but the first phase of that project would be moving the courts around, installing lights, and then phase two would be a, a, a tennis complex. So, And the same thing we, you know, we've done uh, with golf. We have a nice uh, golf practice um, center, and then they have an area out there with some uh, putting greens, but we need to enhance that and also create um, additional – hitting area and target greens and so um you know we've got a plan in place and went through um again drawings and all those type of things that we needed to get an idea of the cost so that we're ready for the next step at that when the appropriate time comes yep we can't wait for uh for, for that obviously and it's also been you know like you like we've mentioned a little bit before who knows what uh you know some of the most state-of-the-art Golf complexes for collegiate golf also have some holes that they can play off to, and and uh, obviously being right adjacent to the claw gives us some some great uh, accessibility and coordination that we can do with the course now, and yep. and, and be be involved with things in the future. Yep. Uh, again, the focus of the, the, today's episode is not going to necessarily be about the stadium because there's a lot of work to do, and we've talked about that in last week's episode about our our goal to be in a on campus. Uh, football stadium between the 26 27 season type of vision uh so that's exciting uh, and that's obviously a full-time job in and of itself for many <laughs> um but before we even get to that and we as we close this episode you've already mentioned so many projects but we've also as we announced uh, lacrosse uh joining our portfolio last uh, last fall we know we're already blessed to have a great stadium in Corbett that we could play not only soccer but lacrosse which is common at many lacrosse programs across the country and and we'll look at options in the on-campus stadium for that later on but 
people probably overlook the types of things that we need to uh, always still find for the for the team, for whether it relates to practice fields, changing you know, locker room facilities, and everything else. So, how's that process going in the in the big picture, and and uh, you know, kind of the timeline and steps involved in all of that. Well, I think any time that you add a sport, you got to take a look at you know first where you're going to compete, and then in this case, that was kind of a no-brainer for us. But um, but that's a sport. Lacrosse is a sport that needs its own practice field. They they tear up a field more than any other sport. So um, you know we're investigating that right now, working with the university uh, on the master plan on what's available. I mean, we have a really incredible, unique situation here at USF by having our own athletic district. We just, uh, it was genius a few years ago to do a land swap with Campus Rec and have them take over our football fields, which are closer to, to housing, student housing, and then for us to move everything around this building that we built. We were so um, just all over the place before, as people know, with trailers and whatnot, but just in different buildings. And it not only made us more efficient right out of the gate, but it just put put us right here with, with everything. So if we can keep lacrosse as close as we can from a practice field standpoint that would be wonderful and then the other thing that you always got to look at okay where are they going to where the coach is going to have offices um what are you going to do for locker rooms you know you got to have those spaces in addition to staffing which is a whole nother deal but even in the area of strength and conditioning and sports medicine so you know things that are always kind of going on that you're thinking about as we look at this building and as i mentioned before we're going to have to look at a lot of different things that we have to do to this building uh, in the future that will make us that much better. But even right now, you know, the expansion of the weight room, we're kind of looking into, you know, what it would take and how we could do that type of thing. And then at the same time in our sports medicine area, we have a beautiful hydrotherapy area. And we're going through the process right now of putting everything into place while we're super busy in there this spring to over the summer um, uh, get brand new pools, which is like a hot cold tub, two of those, and then a tub with a treadmill so um that you just need to do it's just not an upgrade it's it's a really facility undertaking so there's always just a, a lot of projects and things that are going on that you have to do but when you're thinking of adding a sport you got to take all those things under consideration absolutely with new sports new things to think through and how does it have a lot of moving parts that can affect other areas, office space, uh, everything else. And, and ultimately, as we add these sports and add these facilities we've all talked about in this episode, it leads to, you know, a simultaneous, even further renovation of the Leroy Selman Athletic Center to adjust Absolutely. to needs as we as we grow uh, and to improve the situation for all of our uh, staff and student athletes. So, well, Barry, that's uh, been a, been great information for, for, for our listeners. It's, uh, as, I, as I promised and stressed to... Uh, uh, Bulls Nation and, and the kind of year beginning of year press conference. You know, we, we wanted to come out of uh, we wanted to use our time during COVID as as uh, strategically and as efficiently as we could. We spent a lot of things uh, under your area in terms of helping design plans, identify things that we could do. We've been working on fundraising, and it's a fun and exciting to see some of the things immediately being acted upon and all other things kind of being put uh, in a position that we can act upon them once we have the. Uh, funding in place and uh, uh, it's just really exciting I, I I just can't keep thinking that a building 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 is what we're going to be doing over the next couple of years in terms of whether it's remodeling enhancing or actually building new structures and you get the opportunity to be in, be involved with all that so yeah from right. Bulls and Asian we say thank you and and uh, good luck well thank you I, I greatly appreciate the opportunity and look so forward to it 
And that's been Barry Clemens joining us today on our episode of Bull Speed Ahead presented by Tampa General Hospital.